0: You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number... One.
1: One thing we use in my office is the rule of seven. We will not give a seller an offer until they we've asked them seven different times for their price first. So always have them give you the offer first. This is game-changing information guaranteed to
0: raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Bam! Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with
1: your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Woo!
0: Welcome to the first episode of Wholesaling Inc. powered by InvestorGrit and what an episode it is. So today you are going to hear Cody Hoffine put Tom Kroll in the hot seat and tear a few of his deals apart. Tom truly gives away liquid gold in this episode. He talks about the rule of seven. He also talks about why giving your price first to the seller could be one of the biggest mistakes you make in your wholesaling business. So buckle up and take good notes. Welcome to another episode of Wholesaling Inc. by Investor Grit. This is Cody Hoffine and today we are going to be dissecting not one, not two, not even three, but five deals made last week by our head rhino, Tom Kroll. And so I have Tom with me today, my man Tom Kroll from Sunshine State, Florida. And he is going to deep dive some of the most recent deals that he did. Tom just recently did five deals last week that made him close to $90,000. Tom, ring your victory bell for yourself real quick. Let's have the tribe hear a victory bell for this. Victory bell for the
1: five deals last week. Woo! I love it. All right, so let's get us Break it down for
0: us, Tom. I'm putting you in the hot seat right now. And I want our listeners to understand, like, exactly what is it that you want us to learn from this and how we do this.
1: Okay, guys, so here's the deal. We're gonna, I'm gonna put myself in the hot seat and we are gonna just not hold anything back. I'm gonna get right to the meat and potatoes so I don't waste anybody's time. So let's get right down to it. The number one thing that I wanna talk about with these five deals that we just did is number one, I wanna tell you, I didn't see any of these houses and that's very important. Um, What we do in wholesaling has very little to do with real estate. It's more of a pawn shop. I know that makes all the gurus out there and the so-called experts, um, it makes them so angry angry when we say that they just are like, like, Oh, like they're just like, I can't believe he said that, but that's the truth of the matter. We want to stop learning about how to do this and just start doing it and start making deals. So what I want to talk about today is uh, I want to talk, take you through each deal that we did. I'll tell you exactly how much we made and, and what we did. Now, keep in mind, just to keep everything on level, um, I pay my acquisition manager 20%. So anybody who needs, if you have a pen and paper, start writing this stuff down because if you, if you wanna know exactly what we're doing and how we're doing it, these are the details, right? I pay my acquisition manager 20% of these deals. So as I'm telling you these numbers, just consider that 20% of this deal went to somebody else. It went to my acquisition manager. Um, what I wanna talk about today is what I w- will tell you is one of the number one killers of new wholesalers one of the number one killers of new wholesalers and that is assumption assumption now here is the deal if you assume things about the seller, about people, you know, who would ever sell their house at a discount, they could just call a real estate agent and get full price right away. Like, why would anybody ever sell? This is why we're in a pawn shop business and not in real estate, because it would be the same question as why nobody would ever sell their, their super bowl ring for $300. Oh, really? Double check that, right? So here's the deal. There are, there are good deals all over the place all the time. You just have to know how to get them. And one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they assume that they know what the seller is going to ask for a property or they assume that there are no good deals or they assume that, oh, that was back in 2008 when there was no demand and, and high supply and this those deals don't really exist anymore. Total that is total BS. The deals are out there right now in your backyard. So couldn't agree more, Tom. Absolutely. There's no question about that guys. So assumption is the killer. Don't assume anything. Don't assume anything. Now, here's what I want to talk about specifically about that, uh, in each deal. Whenever we have a seller, we always want to find out, um, what exactly is going on. We want to build rapport and we want to have our services as cash buyers. And if you're worried about being a cash buyer, cause you don't have the money or or you're um, you're not uh, you know if you feel like you don't have the money or if you feel like um, you're not uh, you know you you don't Some you have bad credit
0: worry about credit right
1: credit that's the word I was looking for yeah if you're worried about that don't even worry about it we'll talk about all that later so here is the deal check number one uh, it was for twelve thousand nine hundred thirty six dollars and seventy two cents now when we first talked to the seller the seller was um, and by the way I just I, I wrote down the reasons for all these one one or two of these checks might be mixed up with the wrong address, but they're all, it's exactly, I just might have it the wrong categorized incorrectly, but it's, these are all the surface, what I call the surface level reasons. And then the real reason for why they sold. So the first reason uh, that they sold when they first called our company from our marketing. So we send out marketing and then the sellers call us back. And the, what the reason was, is they said, well, their whole family had moved to another state and this seller was like left behind having to have to sell the house in order to rejoin the family in another state. So we kind of like hung back
0: real quick what type of marketing when you say marketing just to break it down real granular to our our listeners what type of marketing did you send out that this guy called on
1: so the bread and butter of our company in florida is direct mail awesome yeah. Now some of these checks did come from what's called PPC, um, and we and you know that's that's uh, um, that's important. Pay per to click. Pay per click. Yeah, which means it came from people who and we use Dan Barrett over. Um, I don't know the name of his company, but isn't it um, AdWords nerd or something? AdWords nerd. Yeah, you, you guys use him, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's yeah. a rock star. Dan Barrett is a rock star. And then we have um, our, we have a Facebook guy who is also available. You know, we, we use him for our tribe members and he also helps kind of boost up, um, our, like, I don't know, whatever it means, SEO or people. I don't know what all that stuff means, but that's how we get. <laughs> but that's so, why we hired out. Cause we don't understand it, Tom. That's the key. I don't want to learn anything. I want to be in Fiji with my feet in the sand. I don't care about <laughs> real estate. I don't care about SEO or PPC or any of that stuff. So here's the deal. Um, I, so to be clear on these, the majority of our deals come from direct mail, but last week we closed five deals um, for almost $90,000 in total profit, and though, uh, three of those five deals came from PPC and two came from direct mail, so just be aware of that. Um, all right, so first reason was they said, well, they wanted to move back to rejoin their family, but what we really found out – And this is important because when you build a rapport with the seller and you understand your services, what we really found out was that this person, the condition of the home was a total mess. And what we found out was this person really the underlying reason for wanting to sell quick for cash as is was they didn't want to do an open house with all of their neighbors walking through the home and seeing the state of the condition of the home um now this sounds like well what difference would that make right well that might be true for some people but in this particular case because we built rapport or i should say my acquisition manager built rapport we found out that the real re- that was really the undercurrent see that's the difference between being like a telemarketer, or being like an actual person who understands your services. So it's so important. So I really wanna, I I want you to know that the only way you get to that second reason is by building rapport, creating a bond with the seller. So surface level was this whole out of state story. When you really got to know the person, it was another story which was they were embarrassed of the condition of their home. So that's check number one. Check number two, $9,115.04. Surface reason for selling was they wanted to be in a better school district. Not really the real reason. Um, the real reason was that they were both busy. It was a, um, a guy and a girl, a married couple, I believe. It was a um, really super busy couple. They had a bad investment, and they didn't want to put more money and time and resources into a bad investment. So they wanted to sell quick for cash. They were done. They had lost money on the deal. They were moving on emotionally. They already moved on for the home. They already actually moved in. So even though they had said that they, they wanted to move into a, a, district, we found, a new district, we found out They were already in that new school district. So it wasn't even at all the real reason of why they told us. So always remember sellers are like in constant negotiation mode, right? So when they're saying stuff, when they, when they know you only on a surface level, they kind of say, you know, standard answers. But when you hold their feet to the fire, when you hold their feet to the fire and you make them be truth tellers, they will give you the real reason when you build a rapport and a bond with them. Okay. Check number three, um, was for $5,665.72. Uh, surface reason, well, this one was very similar. So the homeowners were separating and they were living in different areas of the house. That was really kind of the real reason too because what they were really most worried about about selling on the open market was that um, they didn't wanna have to work with with putting the home on MLS and then having to show the house and you know basically seeing that the house was almost divided literally in two. Um, and they were worried most of all, most importantly, they were worried about um, a buyer who needed a loan. So um, when you sell your ho- house, house traditionally, uh, you might have a buyer who needs a loan and then that you have to wait for like approval. I don't really understand a lot about that stuff, but basically the homeowner was scared that it was going to take too long to sell the home. So that was really the underlying reason is they, they, they really were not big fans of each other. They wanted out of the house ASAP. And that was why as um, a fast cash buyer, we can do that uh, deal very, very, very quickly. Okay,
0: uh, check number four. Big deals, real quick. Are all these deals like right there around you? Are we talking like counties away or no? These are like in my backyard. I'm mining for gold right here.
1: Yeah, see, this is the thing is that all these deals are local. They're all right in my backyard. They're all like in, you know, Port St. Lucie, Fort Pierce. I I think one of them might have maybe was in Martin County, but that's just like, you know, 30 minutes south. So they're all right in my, all of these houses are within a 30 minute drive. Um, And, yeah and, and here's the thing. It's like people are like, "Well, you know, those deals don't exist, right? You've talked to like people like, "Oh, you know, you know you talk to whoever an agent, and they'll say, "Oh, you know, no such thing, those deals don't exist, they don't exist, right. We're doing these deals. Every single month we're doing deals like this. Every single month the deals are out there. Don't be one of the ninety-eight percent. Be one of the two percent. If you look on MLS every single day, the same exact type of three-bedroom, two-bathroom homes in the same subdivisions—you know, a hundred of them sell. Ninety-eight of them sell for like you know, $200,000, but one sells for 50 and one sells for 300. Why is that? There's no rhyme or reason. They're the same home, same basic condition. Why is it? There's, you know, it doesn't matter why it doesn't matter why just know that some people will spring a Rolex watch to a pawn shop. Well, why wouldn't they just put it on an eBay and get highest and best price for a two week auction? I don't know, but do I really care? I don't. Right. So, so perfect point, man. It's so true. It's like, you know, but you can't, you can't assume that the deals – as soon as you assume the deals aren't out there, your belief system changes, and there's nothing that anybody can do to change that. So just at least be open to the idea that there are people who want to sell quick for cash for a variety of reasons, and you'll find out those reasons as you build a rapport. So, love um, it. Go to deal yeah. four.
0: Sorry, man. I had to just Bam. make sure that no, no, no. all in your backyard, so I love it, love it, love it. Tell me about deal number four.
1: Deal number four. Forty one thousand seven hundred and eighty one dollars and seventy two cents. Now, hold
0: on. Hold on. We're going to have fun with this one. You said forty one thousand. What seven hundred
1: eighty one and seventy two cents.
0: Oh!
1: <laughs> I love it. I love All it. Right.
0: Now, tell us about the surface and, and the real reasons.
1: Okay, so surface reason, uh, tired of dealing with out-of-town rental. So these were landlords who said that they were tired of dealing with an out-of-town rental. And and this is actually uh, the one where I might have confused the scenario between one of these and the other scenario. But either way, they're all basically – these scenarios all attached to these checks. Um, what we really found out was that the real problem was that this particular home was in – a bad area and the homeowners did not, they had two major real problems. They, they were embarrassed to say it, but they didn't want to drive through the bad neighborhood. They were scared. They just didn't want to ever have to go there. They were nervous about going there. They didn't like it. And the other thing that had happened was the tenant had just moved out and they were extraordinarily worried about vandalism and a vacant home. They thought the home was going to get broken into And it was legitimately not a good neighborhood. Um, so, so that was really the problem. Now, again, if you take this on the surface level, right, you're never going to get the homeowners to give you that low number. And by the way, as a side note, guys, remember this, always, 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 always have the seller give you the number first. And then reject that first number and, and you know, negotiate from there. But never give out the number first. If, if there's one piece of advice that for sure I can, you can take away from this episode is when you are looking for a good deal, never, uh, never give the homeowner the price first. Always let the homeowner give you the price first. No matter how – one thing we use in my office is the rule of seven. We will not give a seller an offer until they – we've asked them seven different times for their price first. So always have them give you the offer first. And then what we typically do is we always reject the first offer. Um, so no matter this is what so they true, say
0: like car sales, it doesn't matter if you're dealing with car salesmen or not. I mean, you're you don't want to be the first person to make the offer.
1: Brother, I mean, this is so true, right? Because here's the thing what people don't understand is this is why when I say this has nothing to do with real estate. People don't understand that. They're like, Well, I don't understand. What do you mean it has nothing to do with real estate? You can wholesale anything. We just happen to choose real estate because that's the biggest margins, but you could wholesale treadmills or diabetic strips or fences. I mean, sod lawn care. I mean trees, victory bells. It doesn't matter. It's all about buying cheap. That's what really wholesaling is. It's the art of finding discounted items and then reselling them for a big huge profit, right? So it this is why it has very little to do with real estate. So it, it's really important to to say that. So anyway, bottom line is um they were really had two big problems and um we allowed them to give us their price and then we went from there $41,781.72 cents. Awesome. Um, Next one, last one that we did last week was uh, 18500 And actually, I think that that check, the 18500 was the reason number four. But, um, and I think reason number five was actually attached to the 41, or maybe it was, I don't remember now because I just kind of drew a line. So I'm not sure what, <laughs> yeah, that said. All right, so, so uh, last one, here's the deal. Um, they were, they had said that they were retired and downsizing. So it, in the first initial notes, um, the homeowners were retired Uh, retired and they were uh, downsizing because they were just older and they didn't want a big house to take care of. What we found out on this one was very interesting. We found out that the homeowner actually was a very, very private person and did not like dealing with people and did not want a whole bunch of people tracing through the house. And they were, it was just a private person. Now there are people like this. They don't, they want to deal with one person. So my account manager went in there, built a rapport with them and purchased the home at a steep, steep discount without having to do all that stuff that annoyed uh, the homeowner. They didn't want to have to deal with people. So some people are just really shy. They are, uh, they don't like to deal with a lot of people. They want to deal directly with the buyer and that's exactly what they did. So I just really want the point of this episode is I really want to encourage everybody that you have to operate at a different level. You have to change your belief system. If you wanna find phenomenal deals again and again and again, the trick is very simple. Number one is this, remember it's a numbers game. 99 and a half percent of the people you speak to do not wanna sell their home and they certainly don't wanna sell it for a low price. So that's just part of the game. So, So don't allow all those people rejecting you to change your belief system, that's number one. Number two, in order to find these good deals, Always allow the seller to give you the number first. And number two, and number three is always remember that you got to get these good numbers. You've got to build rapport, and you've got to get down to the situation. As wholesalers, we will always lose on price. If you make it about price, we will lose. You're never going to be the highest and best. You've got to hold the seller's feet to the fire, find out the truth, make them be truth tellers, find out really what is going on in the situation, and then see if you can um, provide a service where buying as is or being a fast bu- buyer, or a cash buyer, or paying all the fees, if that is going to help them in their situation. It's all about the situation. When, whenever whenever a, a student or anybody brings me a deal or and they say – you know, they tell me about the deal and they have questions and they start telling me, oh, well, the house is a three-bedroom, two-bath, three-car garage with a pool. I don't care about the house. It's always about the situation. The, the house does not matter. It is totally inconsequential it is all about the the situation why is the seller selling so so that's the key so if you want to stop wasting time and you just want to start doing deals build a rapport create a bond and then find out the real reason go below the service find out the real reason and see if it's a motivating situation and know that most times it's not and that's okay because you got to get a hundred no's to get the one yes it's no big deal so that's awesome, man. I, mean, I am so excited. Let me just say this. I'm so excited about this this podcast. We are going to provide you guys with absolute – I'm telling you, this is like the real no fluff, no BS. We are going to give you exactly what you need. We're going to talk about the art of progress, not perfection. We're going to talk about massive imperfect action. We're going to talk about failing forward. We're going to talk about the absolute exact instruction you need. We're, I'm going to talk about the tactics, the script, how to do this, where to find the deals, exactly what direct mail pieces to send out, exactly how to we're – we're not holding anything back. So this ah, is going to best be awesome.
0: part about this. Like I love listening to your passion, your excitement, and it's the same thing I feel like within myself, but the, the best thing I can tell our listeners about you is because of your passion, you truly are there to help people and you put people first. Like profit is the byproduct. of Just putting people first you're going out there and and I think you just you you forget about the four-letter word sell and you replace that four-letter word with the word help we're not out there selling anything we're out there helping individuals we're trying to be solutions to their problems and when you help individuals or you put people first the profits are just the byproduct because you're establishing that relationship of trust And they want to do business with you because you're building this great rapport and you're putting them first.
1: Well, I I think that the whole key is one of the the core fundamentals to wholesaling, which is the art of finding these discounted properties, is the one thing we always do is we bring it to the analogy of a dog. And what you do is you say, look, if you chase a dog, it's going to run away. And if you run away from a dog, it's going to chase you. So the best way to catch a dog is to run away from it. So here's the deal. You're never going to convince anybody to sell their home at a discount. You're never going to convince anybody to sell their home at a discount. So what you want to do is you want to be a deal finder, not a deal creator. And how do you do that? By knowing your services so that you can help people, because if you make it about the price, you're never going to do a deal. So if you understand your services as a wholesaler and why it's important that you buy, that you close fast, why it's important that you buy as is why it's important that you pay all the closing costs. If you understand that, then you're able to help people and actually get real solutions. And people will be trying to convince you to give them your money rather than you trying to convince people for them to give you their house. And that's the difference is is, is you don't have to keep chasing deals. They're just going to come to you when you have the right conversations. It's going to be super quick. So I love this business. This business is such a blessing in my life. I mean, it's such an honor to be able to share it with other people. And it's, it's really, you know, we're going to crush it guys. So just bring your pen and paper every single week. And Cody and I are going to go through these, um, step-by-step. We're going to put all of our guests in the hot seat. We're going to pick the their brain. We're not going to let them get away with anything. We're going to ask them specifically about what they did to get every single deal and how they did it so that you can replicate their success. And that's, that's going to be, what's going to get you out of your comfort zone and stop learning. If you're listening to this podcast during the middle of your day, put it down and get on the phone, get on the phone. If you want a deal, get on the phone. That's the key. And and, and listen to this stuff, like as a reward, listen to this stuff for instruction as a reward later on. So Awesome. I love man.
0: it. It's all about doing. Tom, thank you for deep diving and helping the Rhino Nation, our listeners, understand that anyone can do this. Rhino Nation, I want you to understand this. Like, this is simple. This is easy. It's just taking this instruction and just going and doing. Tom is successful at what he does because he just goes out there and he fails his way forward.
1: Was he perfect right from the get-go? absolutely not tom were you were you perfect I, the whole reason i'm i was successful at this is because i was not perfect that's the secret actually is is and here's the other thing about being a perfectionist it's one of the number one ways to fail at this business you know anything that you hear online anything that you see on youtube or you listen to in a podcast Find a real estate attorney in the state where you're going to be performing real estate transactions, run it by them, make sure you get a green light for them. But after that, go out and fail forward. The Here's the biggest secret. If you are a perfectionist, you're still going to experience failure. So you might as well just get the failure over with. Stop being a perfectionist. Just go out and look like an idiot in front of the sellers because you don't know what the heck you're talking about. That's the secret. If you really want to know the secret sauce to wholesaling and, and just making a fortune in a short amount of time, you. You've, it's it's progress, not perfection. Make a huge sign, put it above your desk. Progress, not perfection. That is the secret. I promise you, that's all you need to know, and that's really it. Because you know, believe me, if your motivation is right and your your why is right, and we're gonna we'll have a show about the why. And because I didn't understand when I first heard this whole thing about a why, I didn't really understand what it was. But if your why is right, you are gonna crush it in this business, and it's not gonna be because you're using a specific contract. Or, you know, you're know, you just going to go and find a deal and that's the bottom line so so we're going to get into all of that exactly how to do that step by step
0: Tom my man thanks again this has been awesome Rhino Nation if you want to learn more about wholesaling get over to InvestorGrit.com that's InvestorGrit.com get on our email list we send out content for free that will just help you absolutely explode your wholesaling business. And if you need a little extra boost, a little extra kick, and you want us to help you crush it in wholesaling, click on our coaching tab. Book a free strategy call with our team. And if we like what you have to tell us, we might just invite you to be part of the tribe. Till next time, take care Rhino Nation.